This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Mansfield Town have done it! The Stags have kept their League 2 status for the 21-22 campaign. Mansfield Town 3, Scunthorpe United nil seals Mansfield Town's place in the Football League for the next season. A vintage night of football from Mansfield in terms of in front of goal on a night where had it not been from the, for the Scunthorpe keeper, it could have been double figures. That is well and truly job done. We don't care now about what Southend do. We don't give a toss about Grimsby and their streets filled with dog poo. It's all about Mansfield Town and enjoying the final three games of the season on the sofa, stress-free. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Share your relief in the comments now and have your say on your team on the night where Mansfield Town finally, after far too many weeks of trying, Get over the finish line. I think it's time for one of these. You can forget calling the gang, it's all about Clough and the gang. Mansfield Town 3, Scunthorpe United 0. Mansfield Town secure their league status for the next season. And boy are we relieved. Joining me to dissect the nights in which the Stags ensured that we can actually go to sleep at night now. Mr Nathan Edge and Mr Cam Felton. Cam, I'm going to start with you. There's a party going on right here. I'm sure there is in Manchester as well. Vintage night for Mansfield Town. Get in. Brilliant. Brilliant. With weeks and weeks and weeks of trying. And we're over the line. We've done it. Now let's uh, 
let's look forward to the big one, the big match at the weekend. And the, um, as Craig Priest called it a few months ago, the Camp Felton Derby uh, away at Salford City. So it's going to be interesting. Oh, you know, he's already forgot about today's win and moved on Straight to away. his favourite team. We're not even five minutes into the show and he's shifted it from Mansfield Matters to Salford Says. Do you know what? I don't need this. And that is, it's just not right. It's too much Salford love going off already. Nowhere oh, near on. Too, too easy to wind you up. Nate, in all seriousness, though, we said before the show in the Facebook Live exclusive that we were at the finishing line, but we'd not stepped over it. What a way to step over it tonight. Mansfield Town in complete control. Scunthorpe caused absolutely no issues for me whatsoever. Aidan Stone in that second half was in a deck chair. In fact, I think he was flying the drone in the first half. Yeah, I think so. I think he was that bored. I think he thought, I'm, you know, I'm going to get my drone out, have a, have a look around Mansfield while I'm at it. Um, yeah, uh, you know, we, we said it wasn't really about necessarily about the safety today because it was pretty much virtually guaranteed anyway. But um, so we said, what what can we, what, what do we need to do? And that's to go out there and um, just, just get a win, you know, to go out there and, and win, build on from last week. And let's not rely on other teams just ticking it off for us. Let's let's do it ourselves. And we did that in a, in, in good style today. Yeah, absolutely good style. Get your comments in the comments right now if you're watching uh, the live feed. Join in uh, down below and uh, we will, of course, um, let you have your say on your team. Keep them coming in. We want to see your thoughts. Uh, early thoughts on how you'd like to see uh, the Stags progress uh, next season as well. What sort of things you want uh, to see them do. Uh, also a little bit of, uh, you know, Clough love and a little bit of Cooper love tonight because from where we were at the start of the season to, to now, absolutely different. Yes, we've struggled. Yes, we've hit a little bit of bad form and it could have been a little bit of different with January. But all that mattered, all that Nigel Clough came in to do before I go to the comments Nath all he came in to do was stabilise this football club reduce the wage bill and secure status for next season and that is the first job done on his list now his job turns to looking at who's in the squad who's going to be around next season and we can start to build already job number one done yes objective one is got one big tick next to it now it's the start of Basically, Operation Rebuild, you know. Um, mm. well, you, you think where we were before, Yeah, well, we think back to Barrow, you know, Bar Barrow at home, oh, yeah. the, the game where, you know, Graham Coughlin, his, his last game in charge, the, the game after where he was, um, you know, afterwards when he was sacked. Think where we were at that point, you know, uh, relegation was a real serious threat, well, worry, uh, not necessarily a threat at that point, but obviously it was a, it was a big worry. Um, the 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 football was awful, you know, so, so many negatives, obviously, which eventually costed him his job. And then, it, you know, it was at that point, uh, the, the main objective was to stay up. You know, we got a bit carried away in January uh, after, you know, an incredible sort of run of uh, run of games. And then we've been brought back down to earth a little bit, had a slap around the face and say, come on, be realistic, guys. But, um, you know, eventually we've... We've, we've limped at times, we would have got ourselves over the line and that's all that matters and that's all that mattered at all this, this season. Absolutely. Uh, let's delve into the comments then. Uh, Jamie's kicked us off tonight saying, great win, let's finish the season in style and try some of the younger players. Glyn, great performance tonight. On to next season, perch tremendous tonight. Uh, well, that should have been seven but must say happy with that, says Mark. Well done to all. Keith, brilliant magic over the moon. Nigel Clough's team next season getting you stags. Darren Sinclair is the future build around him. Uh, 
Roger says, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Safety, as I've said for the last month. Uh, Wayne says, outstanding tonight. Could have and should have been double figures. Scunthorpe must be the worst team we've played this season. Can't wait for next season now and hopefully a promotion uh, push. Jim says, few, one of our best performances this season. Absolutely buzzing. Uh, ben says, yellows up the stags. Should have been about 6-0, but I don't care because we are Mansfield Town. Enjoy, lads. Uh, Terry says, yes, we were good tonight, but Scunny were absolutely terrible. Uh, Clive says, clear-cut man of the match tonight, in my opinion. He's not mentioned any names. Um, it has to be James Perch. It can't, he can't be talking about Farron Rawson at all, uh, mainly for skewing that ball out of play in the 90, 90th minute. Now, I'm only joking. I thought he did well tonight, but Perch, uh, I'm sure, will be taking all the plaudits tonight, or Sinclair. Uh, Pedro, I'm going to say a few things as fast as I can, not necessarily in order. Nigel Clough, brilliant. Man of the match, Maris. Uh, Super League looks to be crumbling Give Sinclair all the money um, Glynn says bloody brilliant um, Clive says uh, Do you think we'll be approached to take Man City's uh, place in the new ESL? Why not? We're good enough um, Richard says uh, Could and should have been six Clear we need a goal scorer But we look in good shape to kick on uh, Defence looks more solid And midfield uh, as good as any in league But strike force needs some work I Expect to see a few fringe players Getting game time on Saturday A uh, couple more uh, Jim says we look really solid And passed it well even if Scunthorpe were awful shopping list, a ruthless, ruthless finisher. Mr. J. Knowles would be great if he was ready. Uh, Carl says, well done, uh, Stags. You got the three points. You make my, you made my pal very, very happy. Um, absolutely. Uh, and uh, Jamie says, what would you like to see next season, lads? So we might as well go for that. Do you know what? We will talk about this more in depth. You will be sick of us talking about it uh, in a couple of weeks' time. But that's what this podcast is for. Immediate thoughts. You know, we're all happy tonight. We're all jubilant. We're all delighted, Cam. Um, for me, I don't think... The, for me, my focus isn't on next season yet, even though we're, we're safe. Um, I think our focus is finishing as strongly as we can. We've mentioned it time and time again on this podcast. You know, recent seasons, we've finished badly. We've, we've had poor finishes and it's been a bit of a you know a, a draining summer. I just want to see Mansfield kick on now. I said this to Nathan in the the pre-match but for me I've got a target in mind and that is to have minimum equal wins as we have defeats at the moment we're on 11 wins 13 defeats we've got three games left to go so we could equal it uh, and get another draw in there um, to see us unbeaten or even better you know win the, the final three games of the season to get 14 wins and, and get just above but for me I'd like to see us just finish the season unbeaten and uh, and just have a little bit of pride about us because we know it's there. We know we're capable of it. We just need to show it. And I think now that the safety bit has, has been mathematically secured, the pressure cap's going to be released a bit, a, a little bit. The shackles are going to come off. And it's an opportunity to show what we can do, Cam. Last thing: these these next three games, the winnable. We won the return, the, the reverse leg of all three of these games. Uh, obviously played played pretty well in all three and I know we need to finish strongly but we've also we have kind of got to take a look towards next season as well more to uh, who's going to be around and I think I'm not sure if I'll be the only one saying this but I think that firstly yes we need a striker but I don't think we'll get rid of either Reed or Bowery I think we'll keep them both and the reasoning behind it is because we know that they've both got goals in them, but they need someone alongside them that is going to score the goals. Take 
from previous seasons as an example, Danny Rose didn't really get the goals until Kane Hemmings came in. As just as an example. Can we clarify that's not for Kane Hemmings? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was drinking. I, I didn't get to it in time. I'd take both. But, um, and then you look at the following season, Tyler Walker comes in, Danny Rose scores goals as well. So you need that strike partnership. And, and Reed and Bauer, we, we've seen this season that they can do it, but they just need... They, they do go missing a bit, and, and maybe that bit of support is needed. And then you also look at the defence. I can't imagine that... I think the core of this team will be staying, but I think we'll be making additions to it because we've proved over the games that we have played, take the Port Vale game, for example. Yes, they were in a rotten run of form, but we put them to the sword and we got a good result. Salford, another one. Cambridge, uh, just just after Clough took charge. Another one where we weren't in the greatest run of form, but we put the team at the top of the table to the sword and we take three points from them. I think that was the, Cambridge's first home loss all season. So we know we can do it. It's just making tweaks and changes and, and being a, a slow process, slow build and, and build up to it rather than just going all out all season like maybe we tried to do this season under Graham Cochrane at the start. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I'm sure we'll delve into to what went wrong and, and things like that as well. But uh, in the comments, uh, Jamie asked, what would you like to see next season? Uh, a very easy one for me. I agree with what fans says, and that's very very simply fans on seats. I don't want... Um, I'm very looking forward now to, to getting you know, in back into the stadium and, and being able to follow the journey again. This, for me, this whole season, the season on the sofa, as we'll refer to it, Nathan, has just been... An absolute crazy ride. It's not felt real sometimes, and I, I don't know. I just I'm just glad that it's the the safety net has been secured. There's three games left to go for me now. It's just going to be about enjoying them, see, getting them getting them ticked off over the next two weeks. We've got two weeks left of the season, essentially, um, two three weeks left of the season. Let's just get it absolutely done, dusted, complete, out of the way, uh, and and go again. What do I want to see next season? Us back on the road, us back in the ground. But on the pitch, I want to see more fire, more fight, more desire from uh, Mansfield Town side. But in, most importantly as well, I don't want to see pressure because, you know, we didn't necessarily have pressure this season, but we didn't have the right people in charge at the start of the campaign for me. Um, next season... Everybody knows Nigel Clough's reputation, Nath. Uh, but again, he will use the P word a lot, and it's patience, because he said it would take two or three transfer windows to get the club where it needs to be. Well, this would only be a second. Yeah. Um, I don't even, I'd count January as a half, half a transfer window as well. But um, but yeah, it's... Um, if, as long as it's the right P word, you know, I, I don't want it to come to... Yeah, to start next season and be like, it's promotion or yeah. nothing. I don't think we can afford to be like that anymore. Um, you know, let, yeah, obviously let, we've got to build on what we've what we've we've done this season. This season hasn't been good enough by by any means. So we have certainly got to be, got to improve on on this. That's for sure. But I don't want it to. Uh, yeah, in some ways we've just been saying, and I've, I've been saying for the last as well, last couple of weeks about finishing the season strongly and 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 trying to can, you know win the remaining games. Might actually work against us if people then get carried away and think uh, 
we're, we're well set up for next don't, season. Don't yeah, worry, I will. I will very happily, for this podcast's sake, for the, the sake of the fans, I will very happily get pessimist Craig out of his box <laughs> with his suit on, which does fit, and absolutely nail that down because yeah. I said it. Nobody believed yeah, me. All right, all right. And, we know. and and you know and and we've we've spent the last fortnight, three weeks, four weeks sweating, so Alright, Craig, yeah, you're right, okay, that's fine. You know, the summary of this series of Man's for Mad is gonna be pessimist pessimist Craig was right, wasn't it? Um I mean he was right, but it was we we looked like it was the break that screwed us, really. If you look at it, the momentum we lost completely and then we just had no confidence. So Yes, it was pessimism, but if we didn't have that break, who knows? Yeah, what maybe. There's factors in me, but yeah, I, th- I think I think this season, like you're saying there, Craig. You know what we look forward to. The, what do we want most from next season? I, I'm with you. You know, although I've uh, absolutely loved doing these, uh, you know, the the pre-match and post-match podcasts. I think it's been 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 great for us. But mm. obviously, it's getting back in the grounds. You know, we. Uh, Look at what's happened. What's been going on in in this last week with this whole European Super League nonsense? Like, that's not what football is about. And it's a bit like this season for us, as, as supporters, not being able to go to matches. It it's not football, is it? It's not really been the same by any means. So to be able to actually get back into the grounds, thank God we're going to be going to, you know, the likes of you know Port Vale and teams like that. Not not Boreham Wood, you know. It, it, that that's the important thing. We managed to secure okay. our our yeah. place in League Two. Um, we don't we don't have to go to to Chesterfield and you know that that well, the, you know those sort of places. Um, you know it's it's done now. Let's remember this season for for, for <laughs> it'll, be, it'll live long in the memory for the fact that we couldn't go to games. But that's it. You know, let's just move on and uh, and and build new Mansfield from next season yeah and a new Mansfield is where it needs to be it does need to be a, a fresh start and it will be a fresh start I'm thinking particularly come about you know the, the the longevity of the journey because 10 years ago um you know we had arguably the worst Mansfield side um in recent history Duncan Russell was firefighting in some respects you know with lone players with young players that hadn't really had an experience I remember playing away at Crawley, who were absolutely smashing it under Steve Evans, and only having three subs. One of which was Alan Marriott, who was coming back from injury and you know wasn't really fully fit. And you know it felt a lowest dead. But through that darkness, we managed to claw our way somehow. And I'm sure we'll look at this in depth um, as we reflect on it in close season to the FA Trophy final, and you know beat Luton, who were absolute favourites. They've gone on their own journey and they've they've gone back up to you know a, a very good competitive level and it took us a couple of years after that to um, you know to, to rebuild and, and go again. But I think I said this to Nathan a couple of weeks ago. Actually, it's on parallel with where we are again at the moment. You know, Paul Cox when he came in and took over from Duncan Russell, God rest him, had to completely build a brand new squad and. Even though we'll have a lot more players under contract um, this time around, Nigel Clough will, um, and we'll have to do a lot more moving out of the door, I actually think it's a very similar situation. We are building to start again. We are building to welcome back fans, um, get that support going, build that support back up because there will be a lot of supporters, rightly or wrongly or for whatever reason, that have dropped off because they can't follow it and I follow. I'm going to be completely honest. 
if it wasn't for doing this podcast after the, the show, there was a point in this season where I would have just switched off and not bothered and gone back into that dark hole again because it's just, it's just not right. It's not football for me. The whole match day experience, it's this. This podcast is the match day experience for me, not the actual game. The game's a second to it. And I think it's going back to that. We've got to rebuild the support. We've got to rebuild the squad. And it, it is like looking back 10 years ago. But the difference this time is we're not scrapping for one space. We're not scrapping for one automatic promotion space. We're not putting our hopes on one thing. We've got a solid foundation we need to push on and look on. And for me, if it doesn't happen next year, as long as we're competing in that top 10 and pushing pushing on developing players, doing a crew and selling them on for profit. That's success for me. And then success breeds success in the long term. We've got, from this point on now, we've got another two seasons to the point where Mansfield were promoted from the conference. If in two seasons' time, at the end of two seasons' time, we can turn around and say we're a League One club or we're on the verge of League One, that for me is success. That for me is longevity and that is that is job done. But we've got to not put the pressure on Clough now. We've got to not say we want promotion, we want to be top three, we want to be top all season. It's about building and letting it build. I'm going to use it. I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to use the jingle just for Nathan's sake. It's like... Buying a plot of land, building your dream house, but building it with Lego. You've got to get the right materials in place. And we've done it well. And I think we can do it, Cam, if we're patient. Yeah, but also I think when you was talking about the the building support backup, I think there's going to be a lot of disgruntled football fans at the moment with everything that's gone off in the last 24 hours. And clubs like us that, that value our supporters, hopefully will profit from this. You look at someone like Grimsby did the shirt amnesty. Take a top six shirt from the last three seasons go and get a free Grimsby one and they don't donate them kits to uh, humanitarian projects around the world is that and what they did I, I yeah. didn't know that that's that's fantastic from them to be fair yeah so it's it's these sort of clubs that are going to need the support the most and you look at um me and my flatmates were talking about this before you look at Ooh, the amount of, university uh, friend shut it you look at the amount of clubs that have suffered financially over the last however long. Dover has stopped playing altogether. Obviously, Bury had their issues before, and now they're playing ninth division football. These little clubs like us that need the support next season more than anything else, and if there's ever a time to support a local team, it's now, and helping them rebuild and... um, become financially stable again after the pandemic and hopefully we'll get some fans in during pre-season and then hopefully even if they have to delay the start of the season again in the hope that full capacity stands could come back then we've got to be on on the playing side we've got to be building a team that then is actually not going to be fighting down near the bottom it needs to be a slow build but we need to make sure we've got something strong enough that's not going to be a repeat of this season where we can't win for love and money. I think one of the positive things, Nathan, is actually to turn around and say, we've got through a pandemic, an entire season with no fans. You've got no fans. Um, and we've we've got through it uh, to the end where, you know, we've had no stable money coming into the club um, at all other than, you know, 
the occasional bit of club shop business online or, or whatever. Um, we've reduced the wage bill. We've got rid of some key hitters and we've produced some young talent. We've got through the end of it. We've secured our league status. That's all we needed to do. There won't be a lot of, you know, there's not going to be too much budget available in, in the closed season because of, you know, there's, there's been no revenue coming in this year. So it's more likely going to be the season after where it takes effect. But the fact that we've stood where we are, we've stood up and, you know, survived the storm, so to so to speak, where so many others have been blown away and crumbled, that's, that's enough, isn't it? That's surely enough to say that's job done. Yeah, I mean, we are fortunate that we have got, obviously, uh, you know, John Radford supporting the club financially. Um, you know, that has put us in a, a much, much better position than, than a lot of other clubs this uh, this season. But that doesn't mean the pandemic and, you know, like you say, the the, much, the massive reduce in, in revenue has, hasn't affected us. Because obviously it has, you know, we, we all we know it's not a it's not an endless pot of money. Mm. Um, so it's it's going to have an effect uh, like it will for, for everybody. And, um, you know, you can look at this season and although, um, you know, you look at probably the money we've invested into the, the squad over the last few seasons, you, you'd, you'd say on paper or I guess I guess if you put it on paper of how much money a team's been in, had invested into it, you know, we'd be higher up in the in the table to where we have actually finished actually in, you know, in, in football in terms. So you'd say... In that aspect, um, you know, we, we have certainly underachieved, really. But the bottom line is, this has been a ended up being a transition season for us, hasn't it? Really, you know, we've we've probably paid the price of a, a bad couple of uh, managerial appointments, yeah, which has had a knock-on effect with recruitment of players, which has then left us with a negative atmosphere around the club in, mm. you know, internally. And and externally, when it comes to the the mood around the you know the foot around the, around the football club, and I like, said so, you know with, like I so said with the Calicara players, we've we've been left in a bit of an issue. So it's been a transition. I, I do believe we have got a, a really good manager in you know in charge now. But like like you said when he came in, he, he's not a miracle worker. He can't get it to be all fixed overnight. So like we said, it was about surviving this season. We've managed to cut the wage bill quite considerably, um, and hopefully we'll be able to do a bit more of that in the summer as well. And hopefully we'll recruit better, we'll recruit smarter, and and improve the team as we uh, you know as we start this rebuilding process. And it's like we've said, not just in football, but in the in in in, in the world altogether. I guess in, the, in sort of the last year, it's in some ways with some things, it's like an opportunity to to hit the reset button. And I think that's us now with our finger firmly on that reset button, ready for these last three games to be to be completed when we can let our finger go, release it, and really start rebuilding. Let's delve more into some comments then, keep them coming in. Uh, Cam, get your notepad ready for some uh, Man of the Match uh, name drops. Uh, Luke says, would like to see us build a th- for the future around Law, Lapsley and Sinclair with the experience of Quinn and Perch there's potential for a good team yeah absolutely with that um, as well Quinn for me would definitely be one of the first names that I look to secure in the uh, the close season uh, Luke also adds uh, Perch definitely man of the match tonight uh, but a fair few good performances all uh, in all up the stags I'm just looking Luke's spelling of the word definitely and trying to figure out if he's H from Line of Duty. That's all I need to focus on now that we've uh, that we that we've uh, 
secured safety. Uh, Colin says, uh, Nigel Clough has got a rebuild to do. Uh, uh, a, uh, Nigel Clough has got a rebuild to do uh, to get a team to get promoted and stay up. Uh, Wayne says, definitely need a uh, few quality strikers more than anything for me next season. And yes, I'd bring Danny Rose home. Roger says, I was a bit disappointed that Nigel did not try Sinclair out a bit earlier in the season. I said he needed to be played, but he kept uh, starting Reed, but eventually he had to play him. Did he miss a trick? Uh, let's have a little uh, look at that then, Nate. Do you think he missed a trick earlier in the season, or do you think it was just a case of, you know, he wanted to, uh, at that particular point, he wanted to try and keep things st steady, settled, um, you know, floating on the river? Um, I think... Most supporters uh, have, have wanted to see a bit more from, you know, a bit more of an opportunity given to Tyree Sinclair. We we got a little bit of the early early on in the season, um, and obviously we, I think we got a bit of a glimpse of what we we think he could could do, yeah, you know, of the potential. So yeah, I think uh, a, a lot of fans did want that, but at the same time, I think reading into a lot of comments that Nigel Cup has made in in press conferences that. He, he does seem to really want to do it when he thinks the time's right. You know, he, he talked about Jason Law, about the, you know, the the fact that he's managed to before now get a lot of sort of game time elsewhere at clubs. And I think if it wasn't for the pandemic, we Sinclair probably wouldn't even be here, I don't think, in the minute. I think he'd be I on loan. Yeah. So I think in, in a sense, he's obviously not really wanted to do it for a while. And he's obviously got his reasons for that. But because of the fact that there's there's you know no football below conference level and maybe just the right move hasn't come around for Sinclair and he's had to stick around and the fact that we've reduced the wage budget and not got many other options and even we've basically had to keep him it's probably forced his hand a tiny bit to maybe push him in there and take a bit more of a risk and go against you know maybe he's got feeling and, and throw him out there but from my point of view and, and I'm guessing from you know the commenter's point of view and most people it's been it's done us a favor because it's what we wanted and we are seeing that he has got ability and potential to uh to perform in you know starting for for Mansfield Town so in in League 2 so it, it you know i think it's worked out pretty well for us in the end i think cammy i think cammy's got to look at developing them them both obviously jimmy Knowles will come back into the fold we won't spend too much time on this because that's what the end of the season's for but uh, certainly of late sinclair uh, has been lively he's given us another option up top and i think that's where actually going back to the comment before about you know we saw what he could do or, or whatever in uh, in the closed season um, and i think more of that was more to do with we saw him in midfield, we saw him in an attacking midfield role, but actually, since he's coming in and got his run of games, he's gone up front as a almost as an out-and-out -out striker. He's been very, very good, and the goal he scored tonight, that's the sort of instinct we've wanted from strikers for a very long time. Perch absolutely rasps one, um, it's, it takes a, a good block, uh, but sometimes, and, and this is where we've fallen short on a lot of games, we've not had anybody di willing to dive in at the far post, stick a leg out and, and instinctively try and react. And he did that and we got a goal from it. And, you know, it, it's game over. And I want to see a little bit more of that. Um, I, I just think with the right people around him, with the right mentorship, he can he can do it. I'd like to see him stay in-house. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did go out on a, on a short, you know, six-month loan or whatever um, to the National League or, or wherever. Uh, but still... Again, he's, he's given us another option and he's been the breath of fresh air we've actually needed in these last um, few games or so. And it's been, you know, 
fair value for his shirt. Yeah, it gives us something something different uh, going forward than than what the others two, uh, the other the other two do, meaning um, Barry and Reed. And that's I know Barry likes to go more direct, but Sinclair really likes to run at defenders, really get in between them and. And it gets plenty. He draws plenty of fouls, and I think that's also another part of his game. He, he's um, just always in and around it, and yeah, going to second balls. It's it's just that little bit of forward thinking, like oh, just make that run. And he had to, obviously had to time that run absolutely perfectly, first of all, and that that's a skill in itself because the amount of players that you think, oh. Um, six, seven, eight years ago when Matt Green was playing. How many times he'd be offside every game? Just an example. It's being able to time that run and just be, being able to actually get onto the end of the ball. We've seen so many chances where it's like, oh, it's so close, so close, but yet so far this season. And everything just seemed to go right tonight. And Sinclair has proved a... Uh, a vital part in the team over the last few few weeks and over the last few months, and I'd be quite disappointed personally if I think if we let him out on loan. Mm. I think it's over the last few weeks where we've in the past where we've been struggling for survival or we've been struggling at the wrong end, and we've just thrown youth players in just for the sake of it to try something new. It, it's not come off, and we've it's been more detrimental to their development than than anything else whereas Clough's kept him out of the team long enough that they've been able to assess the situation, see where they need to improve and and actually got him in uh, a position on the field that's actually effective for him and it's just getting him far enough forward that he can, he can get in front of goal, he can get a ball in and get a cross in or whatever. I think, Nath, it's more about the development plan now, isn't it? Whether that's, you know, playing regular football for us, a loan spell or whatever. Because what we can't do now, what we have done this season, whether it's by complete fluke, luck, circumstance, whatever, what we have done is we've essentially discovered two, three young talents that have come from our own academy, which... In previous seasons, we wouldn't have done. And if we had done, you know, we'd let them go for, for absolutely nothing. Jason Law has been at the club for donkey's years. He's actually one of the longest serving players alongside Samal, which, has, which is ridiculous considering he only made his debut this season. But he's come through. He's really shone. Um, he, he was a breath of fresh air for us. We can't afford to, to let him go. I think he's tied into a deal with Sinclair until the end of next season, which is great. Sinclair again, um, you know, Good flair player, good prospect, young player as well. Keaton Ward we brought back. We saw a little bit more of him tonight. I think we're definitely going to see some more of him over the next uh, three games, the final three games of the season. Um, we've got him there as well. Uh, and then obviously you've got Jimmy Knowles, who we've developed by sending out to, to Notts County. He'll have be had a look at in, in the summer. It's just about the development plan now, isn't it, Nath? Because if we can get that right and almost follow the crew model of developing players in-house and then selling them on for profit, the academy then is doing its job and everything is finally, finally working in sync. You know, the chains are moving, nothing's out of place, nothing's off track, it's getting to where we want it to be. And that's yeah. the, a positive. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, we, like I say there, we've got four or five young players. They could have probably even throw James Clark in. There. I know he was hasn't big, you know, come from our academy, but another young player that I think what Nigel Clough will, will do, which 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 makes sense, and he's, he's already hinted at this mainly when talking about Jimmy Knowles, for example, and uh, Warner, I think. But you know, he said about basically these players are going to get their opportunity pre-season. So he's going to build his team throughout the summer. And then as we come back in for pre-season, you know, it's, it's then let's see how they, how they, how they, you know, do look in a, in amongst whoever the new players come in. Um, and now what, I, what I anticipate is uh, what I probably do is maybe keep half or three quarters of them. And if, if they're looking like they, they're going to be able to help us, throughout the next season. I mean, what's quite obvious is that he, he, he doesn't seem to want to go for a massive squad from what he said so far. So we're going to be looking at, a, a, you know, a, a relatively small size squad of, of senior players and he wants those young players to be around it to boost us. So um, it'll be a matter of who he classes those as, uh, you know, young players that are going to be the boost. And then the other ones will be sent out for, for development to then hopefully help us further along the line you know, whether it's in January or even the season after. So, um, yeah, we've been saying for seasons how we want to see some produce from our from our academy, you know, it, and we had to start from scratch. It's taken a lot of years to build it, but we are finally seeing some uh, some of those some of that talent come through, which, you know, it's, it's, it's out of this season, if there's anything that, you know, you can bring a positive out, I think that's got to be it, hasn't it, what we've managed to get from the likes of Jason Lord and Tyree Sinclair, those two in particular. Yeah, absolutely. Another name to add to that list, of course, would be Aidan Stone. Again, not our own academy player, but was brought in you know, last season for the under-23s, came in, uh, has done a really good job for us this season, in my opinion, and uh, has broken through. A lot of people forget he's only a young player. This is his first real running uh, men's senior football as well. So there's there's always that one to, to remember as well. Uh, some more comments now. Rob says, hope the Stags don't throw blank checks again. No more has, uh, has been, especially up front, I think six or seven players to come in. I certainly don't think we'll go down that route. Uh, Number one, what Clough said in when he first came in, that he spends money like it's his own. Um, and number two, the business that we did in uh, in January. If we were going to to throw blank checks at it, um, aka Bolton, um, we we would have done that in January and we didn't. We didn't. In fact, we did the exact opposite. Uh, Paul says, would you send Reed out on loan next season, and where would you send him? Yes, I would, because I think he's got potential to develop. It, again, it depends on who else we're bringing in the summer. Uh, he only needs to go to, to the level um, below uh, for six months just to have a little look at how he is, and then he can come back and fight for, for a place. But again, I think he's a good player to have around. I think he's had a lot of critics, rightly or wrongly. Um, he's got goals in him. He just needs to find that, that little groove and, and find his feet. Again, let's not forget this is his first season at football league level in his career so his proper first season uh, football league level in his career so uh, I'd like to see him develop and I think a good pre-season a clough pre-season under him uh, as well um, would be uh, would be very very different Callum says get us back in them stands get some new players in get some more confidence in them players and I can only see good things coming up the stags uh, Andy says no need for a revolution uh, this young squad will evo- uh, evolve 
uh, and uh, get better. Two strikers, one centre-half and a goalkeeper. That's it. Uh, and Clive says, and a new home strip. Yeah, one, of course, of those will be due, I imagine. Uh, I hope it's the same as the, the third shirt as well. Very similar uh, to that. Ethan says, great win, boys. Roger, no disrespect to Bowery and Reed, but we need a fresh uh, a refresh up front. We've looked a very ordinary team at times, uh, and that must be sorted. Rob says fullbacks required. Can't see Benning being here next season. Will Mayo uh, return? Uh, forwards needed uh, with pace. Um, on that, I certainly think now. Obviously, we've you know we've got these three games left, free hits essentially. He'll certainly look at Jaden Charles, the young academy fullback that we signed uh, from Derby, and James Clark um, as well. As for Mal, I'd like to see him here next season. I think he st he still offers us. Uh, something uh, we'll have a little look at that uh, Chris says we can do it uh, next season with Radford's Nigel and Covid affecting teams we are in a strong position fans need to support our clubs and go full uh, on if Bournemouth can do it so can we big ambitions uh, Rogers has absolutely believed the Stags have got a really good manager in Nigel that's their saving grace uh, Clive says back to back wins um, clean sheets uh, triple over Scunthorpe league two secured uh, good one here's another one for your notebook Cam Mark says man of the match Perch. Um, Pedro says, agree with Nath, uh, reinvestments in the right players. I think we've chucked too much money about recklessly in recent years. Um, Wayne says, every player played well tonight, but it's got to be Perch for MOM. Uh, Clive uh, Clive says Matt Green was born offside when we were talking about him earlier. Uh, Callum says we think we need to build a team rather than make a team. We've got some decent players who would thrive next season with a few more improved signings. Having the fans back in will be a massive help too. Just can't throw money at things. We've seen that doesn't work in past recent years. Got the confidence though that Cluffy knows. Um, and Roger says I don't think he'll let Sinclair out on loan. Uh, I would be surprised. Time to get your Man of the Match votes coming in uh, and we'll give you some news about some shows uh, at the end of the season. We'll do some award-based shows uh, this year as well. We're going to open votes up in the next couple of days, get you involved in that as we sort of wind down towards the end of the Skybet League 2 season. Uh, for now though, time for Nathan and Cam to start thinking about their Man of the Match votes as we delve into the picture in and around Skybet League 2 this Tuesday evening. So Mansfield Town beat Scunthorpe United by three goals to nil to secure their League Two status for the next campaign. Elsewhere tonight, Barrow nil, Port Vale two, Bolton one, Carlisle nil. A dent in Carlisle United's playoff hopes and a lift for Bolton. Bradford nil, Tranmere one, Colchester United two, Southend nil. Looks like it's going to be a tough end to the season for them. Forest Green nil, Exeter nil, Grimsby nil, Morecambe three. Lifts Morecambe to fourth, just a point outside those automatic uh, promotion places. Wouldn't it be great to see Morecambe go up to League One after their recent years? Harrogate nil, Oldham three, Keith Curl got Oldham flying there. Leighton Orient two, Cambridge four, Newport two, Crawley nil, Stevenage nil, Cheltenham one. And Warsaw nil, Salford 2, a win which sees Salford just three points outside of the playoffs. Although will be in town to try and stop their run on Saturday, of course. Away at Salford, third game to go in this season. In terms of the league table then, Cambridge United lead the way at the top. Two points clear of second place, Cheltenham. Bolton currently sit in third on 73 points. Playoffs. On Morecambe, Tranmere, Forest Green and Newport with Exeter 
and Salford just outside. Leighton Orient and Carlisle United with an outside chance of getting into those playoff spaces. Down at the bottom with the Stags now safe. It's Warsaw, Scunthorpe, Colchester and Barrow just above the drop zone. Warsaw on 49 points, Scunthorpe on 47, as are Colchester. Barrow sits in 22nd on 46 points, but there's a big gap between them and South End. Barrow, of course, have a game in hand too, which could be the uh, nail in the coffin for South End. South End 23rd on 38 points, and Grimsby, after losing 3 0 tonight, bottom of the table on 37. I really hope that Grimsby do fall through the trapdoor, mainly so next season we don't have to make a trip to Grimsby and I don't have to spend the walk to the ground dodging the dog poo. A good win for the Stags then, sees them secure their League 2 status, but who are you going to vote as your Mansfield Matters man of the match tonight? Start getting them in the comments now, we'll think of ours as well as Mansfield Town secure their Skybet League 2 status with a 3-0 victory at home to Scunthorpe United. Three games to go, three dead rubbers, three to relax on the sofa with. Mansfield Town 3, Scunthorpe United nil. the full-time score at the One Call Stadium tonight. I think the man of the match vote will be a very one-name run thing. But still, in the interest of podcast continuity, let's throw over to Cam Felton, the Salford fan, who will be rooting for both teams on Saturday. Who are you putting in your, in your, in your race tonight, your contenders for this evening's man of the match? Uh, I've got... Uh... Three, but uh, I've got one main, two honourable mentions. Tyree Sinclair is one of them. Uh, I just thought he had um, a pretty decent game, getting into the right areas, just being a real nuisance, as he always is, and, and great to get another goal, although the the dancing celebration at the end, is uh, it needs work. Get on training ground, lad. Get some work into that. Uh, Lapsley, yet again, fantastic. Um it shows what we do miss when he's out of the team, and especially that partnership that he, he seems to have with um, Maris and Clark in the midfield. It is just fantastic, and he when he's fit and he's he's in a good good bit of form, he really is one of the best best midfielders in the league. And then James Purchase is my man of the match tonight. Uh, just absolutely solid, fa- absolutely fantastic strike, um, and just really digging in and I think it'll be interesting what Clough has in plan for him next season obviously he's he's, get, he's the oldest player in the team now be- between him and Quinn surely him, Quinn and Steck are all oh, forget Steck. him he's he's gone <laughs> yeah but still um, one of the older players and he's he's been one of the better performers and you think 
to when he came in, people were questioning what's what's he here for? What's he here for? What he's here for is to bring some stability into the team. And every time that he plays on that right wing, he's just he's just dangerous. And I, I'm not quite sure what the right back's doing all the way up there, up on the edge of the box. To be fair, but brilliant strike at the end of the day and fully deserves his his man of the most uh, man of the match vote from me nathan edge who's in your your honorable mentions and your your nominations list uh three nominations and one little um little shout out as well uh my three unfortunately here we are agreeing with cam i don't really like it but same three uh tyree sinclair uh again Improved, uh, well improved. It, you know, he's been improving every game. So, uh, and obviously got got his second home goal in a in a row. So, uh, fair play to him. Deserved it. Could have had a, a you know a, a couple more as well if it wasn't for their keeper, who was by far that Scunthorpe's man of the oh, match. That was yeah. without a doubt. So, um, yeah, well done, Tyrese. Um, Lapsley, I thought was much better tonight. You know that we we've been saying since he came back from injury, he's not really got going yet but i think certainly the first half it, it seemed like everything was going through him you know he was part of every positive attack so um and obviously got a goal as well so george lapsley almost actually got it until step up james perch you know with his uh well first of all with his with his cracking finish but also you know then also had another another assist to his uh you know to his tally today so he is going to get my man of the match vote for today, like along with probably most others. The special mention, get ready for this, Clive, it's for Faz Ross. And I, I thought, you know, although we weren't tested that much defensively today, um, you know, he, he had a, another really good, solid game, as he has done for, to be honest, if we're going to be really truthful about it, for the, for the second half of the season, he's been pretty consistently, uh, you know, pretty consistently average. good. No, no, it's been better than average. So, um just better than average, but so yeah, special mentions here. He's been better than Sweeney in the second half of the uh, season. I, I don't know. Sweeney's I'm... picking up as well. So yeah, yeah he's picking up. But they, the they both had dodgy picked... parts. But... Yeah. Let, let, we'll, sl- we'll, 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 we'll have slag each other off and have that debate at the end of the season. Uh, back to tonight. I, I, again, very, very similar. Man of the match vote. I hope, Cam, you are writing these down, right? Uh, man of the match vote does go to James Perch. Obviously, a goal, at least one assist, maybe two. Um, definitely a shot though the second one which Tyrese scored but you know does well to get up the pitch there and uh, and Marshall as well um, it's a very good finish in a good area as well uh, like you, you know Nathan was saying there about what to do with James Perch next season build a team around him stick him at centre half emergency right back if needed um, build a side around him give him the captain's arm bad Mansfield lad job done build it around him uh, the other two that were in contention, uh, George Lapsley, again, like Nathan said, I thought was absolutely excellent tonight. That was the George Lapsley we know uh, and love. Um, you know, took his goal relatively well. It sort of hit him on the way in, but it doesn't matter. The, the, they all go in. Could have had another couple tonight. I think he did well, a little hold-up one for uh, for, a, for a Sinclair spin and shot. Sinclair was, was good. He's an honourable mention. Um, another honourable mention um, to, to Ryan Sweeney, who... Despite the yellow card, I thought had a, a good game tonight. Pretty much solid at the back. Uh, Farron Rawson, uh, 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 an honourable mention as well from me. Uh, but my third nomination 
um, would have been to Maris. I thought Maris did well tonight. I thought he was involved in, in a lot of the play. But yeah, James Perch is definitely my uh, man of the match vote. Let's go to the comments and see a clean sweep. Uh, absolutely clean sweep here. Uh, Gary says Perch man of the match. James, uh, Callum says uh, James Perch. Um, Richard, man of the match. Easy, James Perch. Clive, man of the match. Mr. Perch. Sorry, Faz, in brackets. Uh, Roger says Perch, man of the match. Kathy says uh, man of the match. Per Perch. Sinclair also played very well. It doesn't need uh, the, the, the big, long tension music. All it needs is this. Man of the match. It's James Perch. There you go. I thought I'd improvise a jingle. That was Nathan, by the way, that was the other jingle choice for the for the uh for the old um oh, what's it called? Analogies. That's it, that one. It, it was the that was the other jingle choice I had. It's like I haven't got one. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's that's absolutely it. Well, that is almost um, that is almost it for tonight. We will be back on uh, Saturday, Salford away. Um, Cam, I presume you are actually going to be watching this one. What are you? What are your plans for it? Are you doing half Mansfield? Are you doing half Salford? Are I'm you going? Are you going to? Yeah, you're going to get a half and half scarf. Are you going right, to get two of the shirts, rip one down the middle, and stitch it up? What are you going with? Are you going to be Team Salford, Team Mansfield? Where where are you, where's your head at for it? Or are you Team Hollyoaks Omnibus? <laughs> um, no, stags through and through, but um, well, should we know? But try and uh, exactly. What was that? I know. Should try try and get like a um, a cherry picker and just hoist it up of a stand. I'd say you get a drone, but after tonight, it's uh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> you know, I have actually figured out who was flying that drone. It was Graham Cochran trying to sneak a little peek at how to win a football match. You know what? It's a good job it wasn't watching a Graham Cochran performance because a ball would probably knock it out of the sky because that's, that's where it went all the time, wasn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Think of where we've come. Absolutely. Happy days. We can all go to bed with a smile on our face tonight, all feeling happy, safe in the knowledge that we are safe in Skybet League 2. Um, very, very briefly, the question was asked at the top of the show, Last three games of the season on the pitch. We spoke a lot about off the pitch, but on the pitch, what are you wanting to see from Nigel Clough's players for the last three games of the season? Cam, I'll come to you first, and then Nathan straight, straight off the back of Cam. Three wins. I think we can do it. I believe in us. Um, we we proved in the first in the in the reverse fixtures of these that we can we can turn up and we can play and we can win. So why not do it again? Uh, three wins would be nice, obviously. Finish season on a high. Uh, but I think along with that, obviously going for those three wins, more minutes for for these for these young players. Let's keep, you know, for the likes of Jason Law, Keaton Ward, Harry Sinclair. And let's maybe have a look at Pardington and, and uh, Jaden Charles as well. So, you know, give some minutes to players that need it, you know, need it see who's who might be ready for next season. And uh, oh, just let's just enjoy these last few games. My thanks to Nathan Edge and to Cam Felton. Enjoy the last three games we shall. Why? Because there is literally no pressure on us anymore. So we can breathe a sigh of relief. 
A huge amount of thanks should go to Richard Cooper, who after 11 games this season, after a terrible start, got Mansfield Town back on the right track. Got us believing in ourselves, got us playing a better way. Some might say, got us galvanised. Nigel Clough then came in and did the rest. His job, his task was to secure League Two safety. All right, it might have taken longer than what we anticipated, but the end, in the end, he did. With a 3-0 win over Scunthorpe United. Three games to go in Skybet League Two, three dead rubbers, but we'll be there to follow the journey anyway. Join us on Saturday, Facebook Live exclusive, the usual time, and then the cool-down post-match reaction show, as usual, 15 minutes after the full-time whistle. It's the Cam Felton Derby, and there's only one winner. Holly Oaks. Good night! The views expressed in this broadcast are solely those of the individual. For more Mansfield Matters content, mtfcmatters.co.uk. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.